Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the not going to look at them the same way again edition. Oh, no. (laughs) Something tells me we're going to talk about something traumatic? Question mark? (laughs) No question mark. (laughs) It's always traumatic. (laughs) Everything is traumatic. Yes. To be honest. Mm -hmm. But... Mm -hmm. Sounds like there's some trauma ahead of us. A little bit, little bit of trauma. A little, a little, bit, little of bit of things busting out of other things. Are we yeah. going the butt? Oh yes. Direct- oh, the, the butts. The butts are back. Glad we're returning. The butts are back uh, to our wheelhouse. That's right. Am I using that word correctly? Who knows? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> our foundation. Our foundation. Yes. Which is butts. Butts always. always. Um, today is in betweeny zero seventy zero seventy. Wow. Butterflies full of wasps. Don't know what that means. <laughs> and caterpillars make sounds with their butts. Good. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> that's, All that's true. All the time. Mm-hmm. Everyone I, does. Everyone makes sounds with their butts. Yeah. And sometimes accidentally, you know, sometimes, sometimes it just happens. In the middle of the night. Yep. Wake yourself up. And uh, sometimes with your mouth, just for fun, um, <laughs> like me constantly. Yeah. yeah. I'm resisting doing it right now. I will at Little some point. Little fart sounds? Yeah. Okay. I love to. Well, well, if you're inspired, just let it rip. Okay. Okay. Sounds okay, good. Great. I just uh, want to clarify, it will not be coming from my butt. It will be <laughs> me using my mouth to okay. make a false. In- to intimidate. To uh, intimidate. Not intimidate. To, uh, it, to <laughs> I know the word. Imitate? Imitate. Yes. But also to intimidate. I yes. think that is such a power move to make a fake fart noise. It's the sound that we're constantly avoiding. So to make it happen on purpose, yeah. wow. I mean, they do it in nature. I squids fart black ink, right? So if you're ever feeling scared, if someone's trying to intimidate you. Fart. <laughs> That's right. Let it rip, especially on an elevator. You will really <laughs> teach someone a lesson. I've done um, that on accident and <laughs> so. made someone never talk to me again. Um, so. <laughs> well, teach me your ways. Will do. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with the flatulating Marissa Riley. That's me <laughs> letting everything out. Sorry. Um, if this is your first time listening, wow, welcome to the vlog. Welcome. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's so. true. It's so <laughs> true. I really had no idea what we were going to talk about. I even forgot the hint. Jill gave me a hint, but whatever. she You gave me a hint, maybe, I don't remember, but it was, every time she gives me a hint, it just makes things more confusing. All the time. Yeah, she'll be like... So not helpful. The thing that we're going to talk about... Yeah. M- maybe alive. <laughs> Or not. And yeah. then I'm just like, what? <laughs> so, did not narrow it down at all. Well, that 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 would be helpful with this, because this is about live things. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> right. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Uh, my friends, our first story is one as old as time. Uh, humans doing something with good intentions, uh-huh. but the consequences and the events following go nearly horribly wrong. Sounds <laughs> so. like everything that's yeah. ever happened. Yep. Yes. So... Join me, will you? About 30 years ago, on the absolutely charming and incredibly small island of Satunga, located amongst a chain of islands in the Oland Archipelago. Now, what the fuck did I just say? I have and, no idea. Yeah. I'm so glad you're clarifying because I was like, wow, my, <laughs> yes. my public school education is doing yeah. nothing for me right now. I'm pretty sure 99.9% of everyone listening has no idea where the Oland 
archipelago is. Okay, don't worry, I got you. Everyone, please imagine Germany. Oh, okay, yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. I know where that is. Uh, directly north is Denmark. Okay, hello. hello. Now, above Denmark is Norway, where my friend Espen lives. What's up, Espen? What's up, Espen? Uh, now, to the right of Norway is Sweden. Okay. And, and between Sweden and Finland is a body of water. Okay. And scattered throughout are a bunch of tiny islands making up the Oland Archipelago. And wow. I know. Talk about something I've never, never. thought yeah. about or known existed. Yeah. Hello. Do people live there? They do. Hello, folks of the Oland Archipelago. Yep. And Satonga is an island among them. Now, I'm probably pronouncing some of that wrong because I don't speak Swedish, but you get the idea. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Oland. I looked it up. It's an A with a little circle above it, and it's pronounced O. Aww. <laughs> exactly. That it's, makes uh, sense. I mean, oh. I think. <laughs> so, uh, honestly, if you imagine a quaint coastal town with wooden boats and hot chocolate, you pretty much have an idea of what Satonga looks like. Oh, shit. Yeah. And it's just a wee 130 square miles around, oh. and it's home to about 100 people. That's it. Shut up. I know. Oh, my God. She's tiny. She's cute. She's what researchers thought would be the perfect place to introduce a species of butterfly whose numbers were struggling at the time. And honestly, they're still struggling. The, uh, and it's called the vulnerable Glanville Fertillery. Glanville Fertillery. Glanville Fertillery. Hmm. That sounds like... Not a butterfly. No. <laughs> it sounds, sounds like a very clinical. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you said a beer hall and I said clinical. <laughs> Sounds like an IVF <laughs> place. Yes. <laughs> but to you, it sounds like beer. I love it. I what know. if it was both? Hmm, what I, if you I'm went down. to get like, I, I don't even know all the terms, a, a, the place to do all the IVF stuff, Yeah. get your eggs taken out, and then give you a beer. I love afterwards. that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, Dr. Marissa, I have two photos of the Glanville, a shot of the upper wing. And the underwing, please tell us what incredible colors you see. And if you'd try and give this species a second chance, um, <clears throat> a second shot, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what happened to my brain there. Uh, all photos we talk about today will be on our social media stuff. So please come on by and take a look at this beautiful fucking butterfly. Are Do you it. ready? I Dr. am Marissa. so ready. All right, here's the first shot. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's very classic. It reminds me of a monarch yes. butterfly. It's the similar kind of like... Amber gold mixed with black spots, and it's it's got a pretty kind of furry body yep. that's not too intimidating. It's got little um, the sticks on its face. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> the drumsticks. The, uh, the antenna. The antenna. It's got go. the antenna, and at the very end of its, <laughs> it's got the face sticks. The know. face sticks, you know. <laughs> The horse garage. I'm sorry. My friend called a stable a horse garage uh, 10 years ago, and I have not stopped thinking about it. Uh, shout out uh, to Juan. Um, but uh, yeah, it's got little white at the end of the wings. It's just it's, like it's if you gorgeous. close your eyes and picture a beautiful butterfly, this is it. Yeah. Okay. So. Now we're going to see the under part of the wing and hold on your butts. Okay. All right. Okay. Whoa! <laughs> It's completely different. Oh my god! Even the pattern feels yeah. Is the oh, whoa? Okay, so you know when you see like a a, a negative yeah. of a photograph, mm -hmm. and all the everything that was black is white. Yep, and vice versa. Um, okay, so 
basically it on the bottom side everything that was black on the top is white it's like but a cream yeah yeah but also has little black outlines at, to separate it from the orange parts you're just gonna have to see this picture it's yeah. really cool but it's like incredible it's it inverted cuts, yeah it's inverted and even its stomach hairs that were black on the top were are white. Yeah. It's really cool. Super, super cool. Really interesting. Uh, according to butterfly-conservation.org, this is an orange and brown checkered butterfly with cream, orange, and black marks on the underside of the wing. That Very sounds lovely. delicious. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I want that popsicle. <laughs> and quoting that website, quote, the Glanville Fertillery is virtually restricted to coastal landslips on the southern half of the Isle of Wight and the Channel Islands, along with a few coastal locations on the mainland. That sounds like a sentence from Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. This whole thing. You put a pin in that. This is, this is going to get really intense. Oh, but, um, shit. Yeah. Anyway, all that fancy shit was just a long way of saying that this butterfly is actually native to England. Oh. Not an archipelago over 1,300 miles away. So, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, tomato, tomato, right? A coastline is a coastline. It's the same thing. Yeah, of course. And what insect wouldn't love this charming-ass small island? I mean, hmm. I want to go. So. Maybe. Oh, well, let's see. So, let's see. Okay, I got <laughs> so, it. I got it. And in the classic human need to get every bang for your buck, researchers thought they could up the numbers of this vulnerable species and study how emerging butterflies disperse across a landscape. Fun. Fun. So, Dr. Marissa, let's not bury the lead anymore. Please tell us, according to atlasobscura.com, what the fuck happened next? I would... I would absolutely love to. All right, quote, researchers did not realize that their introduction of the Glanville Fertillery, 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 you got it, Fertillery would lead to the emergence of three other species, which sprang out of the butterfly like Russian dolls, end quote. What the fuck? Yep. Mm -hmm. It made other stuff? Yeah, yeah, things came out of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, she's holding her face with her hands. I'm going to go to my favorite, uh, yeah. what is the word? Uh-huh. Uh, conclusion, which is the sense like aliens. Yeah. Um, it, it's basically like the movie Alien. Yeah. I rest my case. End of podcast. Yes. <laughs> All right. Good night, folks. Thank you, everyone, for listening, subscribing. It was aliens. <laughs> your friends. Um, okay. So, uh, yes, my friends, researchers had no idea that three other species were along for the ride. And what was imagined to end as an inspirational tale of survival ended up a bonkers cycle of parasitism on a tiny island repeating itself for decades. Oops! (laughs) (laughs) And there's more to it. No! I know, but before we get into that, I bet you're wondering who makes up our Shakespearean list of characters. Oh my god, of course. Yes, Dr. Marissa, would you like to take turns telling everyone out there how fucking complicated this became? Nothing would make me happier. (laughs) I love some complicated tea. So complicated. Okay. All right, here we go. I'll go first. From Patrick Barkman's article over at atlasobscura.com, quote, some of the caterpillars contained a parasitic wasp called Hyposoder horticola. Jesus. Which bursts from the caterpillar before it can pupate and become a butterfly. Oh, my God. Living Living inside of some of these small wasps was another even tinier rare parasite, a hyperparasitoid wasp. That's right. <laughs> Known as Mesochorus CF 
Stigmaticus. That's right. Uh, Stigmaticus kills the parasitic wasp around the same time the wasp kills the caterpillar. Oh, my God. And emerges 10 days later from the caterpillar's carcass. End quote. Mm-hmm. I... So... <laughs> She's holding her face Everything again. is inside of everything, but also killing everything. Yes. All right. There we go. Yeah. So we've got a parasitic wasp called Horticola, and in that is a smaller wasp called Stigmaticus. So, my friends, this leaves one more character, an even tinier killer, a bacterium carried by the female Horticola wasps. This bacteria is in cahoots with Stigmaticus. The bacteria makes Horticola wasps more susceptible to Stigmaticus because both need horticola to survive just long enough to propagate their own species. It's crazy. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So the bacteria- And they didn't know any of this. Nope. They didn't even try to look for Nope. They should have known that anything could be filled with multiple wasp situations <laughs> yes. and bacteria. Yeah, always check for wasps. Always check for wasps. <laughs> Guys. And <laughs> every part of your day, whatever you're doing, the banana you're eating could be filled with wasps. I'm just kidding. I'm not a doctor. Joel just calls me one. <laughs> I'm still going to follow your medical advice. Thank so. you. Okay, so. <laughs> Drink water. Uh, I don't have any other yeah. advice. That's good. That's good. So uh, I put in my notes here, and you thought Game of Thrones was hard to follow. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> anyway, for the next three decades, all four had been in a deathmatch cycle that somehow did not end their extinction. Remember... This is a tiny-ass island. This made researchers wonder, how did they not just all kill each other? Why is this not a dead end? Yeah. Well, if you thought some of the parasites must be flying to other neighboring islands to help increase their genetic diversity and survival rate, you're right. Oh, no. Yeah. They island hopped. Yep. Mm-hmm. To ruin other islands. There you go. No. <laughs> Dr. Marissa, please tell us, according to Patrick's uh, Atlas Obscura article, uh, what did researchers discover and how have these parasites spread? I would love to talk about it. All right. Quote, the parasites may have survived on the island by virtue of their superior flying skills. Unlike many butterflies, the Glanville fritillary is a poor disperser and individuals living naturally on neighboring islands cannot fly more than about 4.3 miles across open water to top up this population. But the tiny parasitic wasp Horticola appears to have been able to fly or at least to be lifted by strong winds to move between islands on the Oland Archipelago. Since Horticola was accidentally introduced uh, to Sotunga, the wasp has been discovered on other islands to the north where it was previously not recorded. These individuals show similar genotypes to Sotunga, suggesting they originated from the wasps accidentally introduced to that island, end quote. This is so Game of Thrones. Yes. They are taking over. They yeah. are reproducing. They are killing each other. Yeah. They... Yeah. That's there all you I go. got. Period.com. Period.com. Yeah. So... It truly is a Game of Thrones. <laughs> except yeah. the thrones are other islands and each other. Mm-hmm. There you go. Is that right? So, yeah. It's a big whoops. And also, whoops, it turns out these butterflies don't fly very well. Mm. So they weren't the best choice to study 
you know, because I wanted to study disbursement. And it turns out these these butterflies can't fly very well. They, <laughs> so, you know what? These scientists meant so well. They did. They really, really they, did. And I'm positive, like, they did as much reading as they could. But, like, how embarrassing to, like, have everything go this wrong. I'm, I'm embarrassed for them. That sucks, you guys. I know you tried really hard. Yeah. Now, if you're wondering what could happen with an accidental introduction like this, well, that bacteria, for example, could reduce the breeding success of other species not previously infected if they get infected by the bacteria. Great. I know. Oh, man. And Deploy of the University of Helinski was lead author of a study focusing on the disbursement of these parasites, and she so eloquently noted, quote, the reintroduction of a endangered species comes from the heart, a good place. But we have to learn about the species we are reintroducing and the habitat where we want to reintroduce them before we do so. End quote. That's, that's, that's fair. That's, that's what you said. It's I true. mean, does that mean the researchers were like... That's some researcher shade. You that's, know. Some re- that's some shade. <laughs> that, that She basically said, so you guys didn't Google anything. <laughs> you guys got drunk. They might not have gotten drunk, but you guys were on some sort of high, hmm. excited about life, and you're like, let's put some butterflies on an island. Yeah. Oh, which sounds great. It sounds awesome. <laughs> I would too. So, I would love to fill this apartment full of butterflies, but yeah. who knows? It could be full of wasps. Yeah. And then I don't have a face anymore. <laughs> I went really A to C on that one. I've great. been watching a, a really, a sh- anyway, I've been watching a lot of shows. <laughs> watching a lot of tv that, that happens a lot anyways so at the moment these butterflies uh, that the conservationists meant to help originally are still hanging on somehow despite being outnumbered three to one on a teeny island oh. so i guess that's the best case scenario shrug emoji yeah. i don't know they're still hanging around so oh hey. yeah well after the break Want to know what it sounds like when a caterpillar rubs its ass on a leaf? I really do. (laughs) I do now. Let me just say, brace yourself. Okay. Okay. Ah, Stay tuned. Please do. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, Box of Oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the Box of Oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you 
about Spotify for podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms. So when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And my friends, I ask you, when were you last genuinely surprised? I mean, taken aback, jaw hit the floor, did not expect that kind of surprised. Okay. Are you asking me? (laughs) I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Anything come to mind? Maybe like I fell the other day, <laughs> and That's I was, right. and I shouldn't have been surprised because I'm. Re- and don't worry, it was not like a fall and like break your back fall. It was like one of those falls where you're wearing socks on a wooden and floor, sweatpants yeah. on a wooden floor, mm-hmm. and it happens so slowly that you're more just so <laughs> your ego is bruised, but you're not like you know a slow fall, and um and no one was there to even film and TikTok it, so yeah. I was like, this is. <laughs> What was even the point? This is just... I did hear it from the next room, and I I didn't inquire. I just thought you were looking through something. No. That's how slow and long the fall fall was, because I thought you were genuinely looking through something, like a drawer, but you were just falling slowly. I was just falling slowly, and I I reached... (laughs) We have this, like, old rickety, like, piece of furniture. I don't even know what to call it. It's like a thing you put your keys on, and, and... I I reached for it's like a pole essentially and yeah. I reached for this pole thinking it would help me and I was wrong and so we we both just went down. I've talked about this for a very long time. We yeah. should do the podcast. Sorry. But <laughs> well, But I was surprised. I enjoyed it. So. Thank you. <laughs> and I was did nothing the whole time. Okay. So um <laughs> so if if it's been a while for you like you haven't been surprised, today is the day, Dr. Marissa. I'm going to show you a photo of who we'll be talking about. And if you can, please describe what you see. Okay. And using your imagination, what sound do you think they make? Uh, of course, all photos and screenshots will be on our social medias. So please, come on by. Come on by. That's all right. So who are these little guys? Oh, oh my gosh. They're kind of cute. Um, okay, so I'm looking at a very up-close shot of a leaf mm-hmm. and on that leaf are these teeny tiny little caterpillars yep. i think yep. the caterpillars you got it and um looks like they've been eating taking little bites out of the leaf and they're kind of segmented like if you think of a tiny caterpillar this is what they look like exactly yeah and there's four of them and there's four there's uh three in one group and then there's like one walking away yeah maybe yeah, going on its own journey. <laughs> That's right. I needed smoke break. Who knows? There you go. So yeah, my friends, may I introduce to you introduce to you the very teeny, absolutely itty bitty, hungry, hungry birch caterpillar. Oh, I know. Oh my god. 
Uh, they're a light green caterpillar, just a few millimeters long. Tiny. They could be found all across North America, chomping away on leaves of deciduous trees or trees that shed leaves annually. Interesting. Okay. And they're so efficient, a lot of humans see them as pests. Oh, man. But after today, you're going to be fucking amazed by these creatures and see them as they should be recognized as exquisite communicators whose medium is heavy metal. Oh, I love it. Also... <laughs> I love it. Also, I just realized I was supposed to tell you what sound they make. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you think it was? So I would assume like if you know who Alvin and the Chipmunks are. Oh, yeah. I would assume it's like that where it's like really high. Like, oh, my God. Like, (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) Like that kind of like uh, helium voice. Mm -hmm. Something tells me I'm really, really wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, like I said, Heavy metal, okay? Okay. Dr. Marissa, we're going to watch a 42-second video of these caterpillars in action. Uh, please listen to their many sounds. And if you could, please read the caption of this video, so just to give us some context Happy of what's to. happening here. Of course. Uh, and if any member of the flock would like to watch along, fire up your YouTube and search Caterpillars Call Their Friends with Anus-Scraping Sounds. That sounds so <laughs> not safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do this on your work computer. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Anus scraping sounds? That's right. Ah! That's right. It's a video by newscientist.com. I'm going to pull it up right here. Hold on one moment. Uh, all right. Listen closely, everyone. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm here for it. Okay. All right. So the first caption I see is, this is the sound of a caterpillar scraping its anus on a leaf. All right. Here we oh, go. Oh, dear. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Ah! Okay, uh, they do this to communicate with other caterpillars nearby. Ugh. They make a range of different sounds with their anus and mandibles. Ugh. Possibly. Oh my god. This looks like they're having a fight. I'm seeing two of them. Yeah. And they're both making this scraping noise. And one of it sounds like kind of like a tuba, kind of like a fart. <laughs> and the other one is swatting at the other one, probably because it farted. Probably. Hold on. I'm just going to rewind it just a little bit. Okay. Yes. I was talking over it. Oh, no, no worries. Hold on one second. Um... Maybe, maybe not a fart. Maybe more of like a cello. What a jump. <laughs> it is musical. Uh, please read the caption for us as well. Okay. Go for it. Uh, they make a range of different sounds with their anus and mandibles, possibly sending information about food and shelter. So it's not a fight. After one sends the signal, the others come out to the same spot. Oh my God, they're all there. They've all arrived. There's like five of them. There you go. Okay, this sound was insane. Yeah. It was like a grunt. It was very heavy metal. Yeah. It was like a grunt, fart, mm-hmm. scratch. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, yeah. It's very complex. Uh, yeah. Let me, let me. Uh, it's definitely not Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> no. I will say that. It had some, like, what do you call it? Grit. Deep. Yeah. Yeah. Some guttural. Yeah. 
They sound very mad, but I think they were just like, the food is over here. (laughs) They got their seamless order and it arrived. So it's like that. Uh, Quote, these tiny caterpillars produce a complex diversity of signals. They shake their bodies, drum and scrape their mouth parts, and drag specialized anal oars against the leaf surface to create bizarre signals, says evolutionary biologist Jane Yak at Carleton University in Ottawa, who led the new study. That sounds like how everyone communicated like six months deep into the pandemic. That's right. We weren't talking anymore. We were just like, ah! <laughs> uh, I've been studying in- insect sounds for more than 30 years, and I've never seen one insect species produce such a diversity of signal types. This study is the first to produce evidence for the use of vibratory signals for complex acoustic communication in caterpillars, Yak told NewScientist.com. Huh. I know. Up, up until like five minutes ago, scientists thought caterpillars communicated mostly through pheromones. But, for real but, uh, thanks to Yak, <laughs> thanks to Yak and her team, we can now hear what's really going on. Caterpillars in their late stages use anal scraping to solve territorial disputes, as one does. Oh, my God. And caterpillars in their early stages use at least four different sounds to work together, possibly to tell other caterpillars about food and shelter. Okay, what's interesting, what's blowing my mind about this, all jokes aside, like, they are, this isn't even who they're going to be forever. Right. And it's so interesting that they have such a developed language to talk to each other, even though, like, in a certain period of time they're all gonna look completely different mm-hmm. never hang out oh my god it's like high school <laughs> oh they're all gonna become different people mm-hmm. they fly just off. fly off some will have wasps bursting out of their chests who knows who knows <laughs> oh my heart it's breaking a little just a little bit just a little bit uh dr marissa as you noted before as one caterpillar starts drumming or scraping with their anus parts, other caterpillars show up on the scene. Yeah. And the music continues even after the group forms. And Yak has a few theories as to why. Ter- uh, telling Carl Gruber of New Scientist, quote, maybe they're saying things like, hey, we need to fix this big hole in the shelter. Or, hey, guys, I'm over here. I found some really good food. Or perhaps, move over. This is my spot. End quote. So this is a cool discovery in this itself. This is amazing. This is so, they're saying so much. They're They're living such lives. Right, yeah. I I don't know why I I underestimated them. I think it was simply the fact that they're not going to be that way forever. I know. It's really, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, But it gets even better. Dr. Marissa, please tell us why this discovery may help both caterpillars and humans in the future. Oh, I would love to talk about it. Uh, The finding, quote, the finding could have implications pest control as many pests spend a significant part of their lives as caterpillars and they likely have similar types of communication so cracking the communication code could help researchers develop novel alternatives to pesticides perhaps by jamming signals uh perhaps by jamming their signals or by monitoring the abundance of pest species on plants yak told newscientist.com Oh my God. Yeah. Um, end quote. Uh, oh my God. So like, uh, instead of using, I don't know, tell me if I'm getting this wrong, but instead of using like poisons to yeah. make pests go away, you could just blast it's right. a sound and blast. then they're off. Exactly. We tried this once. Um, did it work? No, we had mice. <laughs> so we played cat sounds on YouTube. That's right. And <laughs> that's right. 
They it learned. was a great idea. Yeah. It was a really great they idea. They real. They learned that they, the cats weren't real. They learned, I think it worked for a period of time, yeah. and then they were back. So. Yeah. so, yeah, but who knows? This could be an alternative to killing, which is always nice. So the next step is playing back vibrations to caterpillars to see what the fuck they do. So watch this space as researchers make butt music with caterpillars. The end. I love it. <laughs> butt music. That's right. It's going to take over Spotify, you guys. <laughs> Probably wait. not. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to Caterpillar farts and uh, <laughs> and parasites busting through other caterpillars. Ah, uh, jeez, thank you so much thank for you so much. rating, subscribing. Uh, it's making the flock just bigger and just coming together. It's just so great. Seriously, we're we're loving all of the love on on every channel, every social media. Oh, we're obsessed. It's incredible. Thank you so much. So thank you. And please stay interesting. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs>